period I do what I want, period Move like a boss, period Oh, I got the sauce, period See, the goals to see money no matter the cost, period I'm kid for rapping these else in my ops, period Period I need my Two. Head, period Connecting the dots till I get ahead Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, good night Welcome to another episode of Black people check in. <laughs> My name is Mandela, aka the president, mm-hmm. aka Mr. OnlyFans Body Loading. Of course. AKA Mr. Not One of the Good Blacks, aka Mr. Handsome as Fuck. You're welcome. Introducing Amber first, Anderson. Com- coming out of the black corner, the blackest corner, holla. Not the red corner, not the blue corner, but the black corner. <laughs> Look in. Summertime ready. Oh. <laughs> Look in. in. Your boyfriend's Look worst in. nightmare in his hottest fantasy. Oh. This is hot moats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Medea, on the okay, side. <laughs> Black people check in resident And if you don't know already, hold on. Last why? Why least. now? Why? 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 I can't introduce myself, sir. Last but not least. Oh God. Man of the hour. Last but least. <laughs> Man of the hour. Oh God. Jermaine. AKA mm-hmm. Uncle Germs, mm-hmm. AKA your girlfriend. He's just like a brother to me. Wink, wink. Uh-huh. AKA Pastor Germs. I don't know where you got the Your favorite what? keyboardist, drummer, and bacchanalist, and at a church. Church. The reason why you show up every Sunday and drop an extra loony. I'm done. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you leave all, of the, 10%. all of the 10%. All of the church aunties want Uncle Germs, eh? All of the church aunties, them. Thank goodness. Yeah, he's, flexing his, he's flexing his bicep right now. Well, I'm no, like, he's literally like, doing it. No, I'm not. I'm like, I'm trying to rub he's, my head. No, he's rubbing yeah. his little twist. He's rubbing his little twist. Oh, but don't he's worry. Showing him, flexing your bicep. Oh. Your, girl, your your oh. girlfriend's mom will rub it will rub your head for you. You know stop that. Right? <laughs> with a little, with a little castor oil. With a little castor oil. Oh. Her right? own mixture. And with a little spice. Got it spicy. Why? Well, if, yeah, yeah. if it's gonna be spice, it has to be some sort of peppermint, you know, still. Let's have some peppermint. Hey, right in minty fresh. Like minty fresh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both of you guys are drunk. Monday. September, how are you? How have you been? <laughs> it's been a tough time, but the sun is shining mm. and the weather is sweet, so may I go move my dancing feet. Robert Nesta Marley. Oh, True. Robert? Yes. yes, yes. Tough yes. time, but you're yes. okay overall? Yeah. Always. God made me sexualist and sweet, so I have to represent. Black we would have to agree. Black type, yes. Yes. Yeah. And when the times are hard, the blackness shines brighter. Because it's definitely hard in light of what has happened in Buffalo and how many people we lost in a fervent 
white supremacist massacre mm -hmm. of black people just trying to do a little grocery shopping mm -hmm. in Buffalo. So oh, you went we have in to immediately. Okay. Yep. We, we, yes, that's what we do because okay. we're out of time. Are out of time. We're tired of asking. We're tired of begging, and we're tired of praying. We are out of time, so we jump in at it. Also, because the sun is shining and we're all looking sexy, the melanin's blossoming, except for Mandela, who's very light skinned. Um, but we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. This is verbal abuse. <laughs> oh, says the guy that that. You know what? Forget it. Go ahead. September says the guy that what? No, no, no. September, you go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm not going to talk about. I don't kink shame. <sighs> but you know anyways, on this episode, we are going to talk about a lot of things. Um, we do not have a guest this week, so we're going to touch on a lot of things. I wish it was a call-in episode so we can hear from all of you about what is really on your mind. Jermaine, I know you have a lot of things on your mind. Mandela, you too, and as do I. A lot of conversations, a lot of things have happened to me, actually. Um, that I really want to delve in and touch on, but I'm going to let Mandela lead the show. Because You know what? This is one <laughs> of the reasons why I love her. Because she just, she just stepping. We don't waste no time. She don't waste no time. Jermaine, how are you? How you been? Actually, I know how you've been, but tell the people how you've been. You know, shut up. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I will say this. I will say this. Because um, uh, last episode, no, I'm not going to go last episode because what I will say, uh, it's, it's been hectic. God, uh, in between like trying to get this course done to then move on to bigger and better things. Uh, that's been kicking my behind like left, right, and center. But and I've been musically gigging. Well, this is what I was also going to say. Um, the highlight I will say is that I actually did, um, a gig with the CBC for the Juno Awards. Now, for our American Hey, wait, time out. We got to give him a round of applause. Whoa, whoa, yes, we have to give him in flowers. Do your thing, so, yes? For our American listeners and our overseas listeners, please tell them what the Juno Awards are and what the CBC is. So, basically, the Juno Awards are like the American versions of the Grammys. So... Okay. It is supposed to be, quote-unquote... You mean the Canadian uh, I, version? Yes, that's what I meant to say. Did I not say it? My bad. You said American. I apologize. So, yes, the Juno Awards are the Canadian version of the Grammys, uh, which is supposed to be, like, the highest pre uh, prestigious uh, music award show, you know, in Canada. Happens every spring, all that type of stuff. Uh, the CBC is actually a news conglomerate, if you will. Um, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Right. Yeah. Uh, that actually produce and host the actual uh, Juno Awards. So I had the opportunity uh, to actually be part of what they call Juno Fest, which I've had the opportunity to play with some very, very talented uh, and up-and-coming Canadian artists uh, from basically every Black genre you can think of, reggae, hip-hop, um, Afrobeats, uh reggae RG. yeah no i did say reggae so i said reggae okay hip, yeah hip-hop okay. not yet not yet not that, yet not yet that's that's soon come but um yeah. it was it was a great experience like if you um, get to play for destra give her my number please oh <laughs> i probably get her number before you man you're lucky 
You know what? Keep it for yourself, but let my <laughs> Since you've been doing all the, I see you've been posting all you. them, them squat and deadlift videos, so you can handle Destra. Listen, oh. I just want to meditate with Marshall. Of course. <laughs> yeah, but Marshall hangs out with Lily Singo. Yeah, that's fine. No, that girl, she, she can. Trust me. Yeah. Don't walk another place and I'm about to ride out and brought up. She'll know where to go. What? Back to Canada. <laughs> we're not mad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why yes. we're not, that's why we're not none of the good blacks, that's for sure. <laughs> Thanks, but Jermaine, we, that's absolutely a wonderful achievement. We're very, very happy for you. Yeah. Not only wonderful for you, but wonderful to be able to mix up and blend blend with them, with them the type of people there. To play music <laughs> with some of the best in the country. So, and big up yourself. Honestly, it was a great Black experience. Um, especially, like, just meeting with not only a producer, but also the executive producer who happens to mm -hmm. be Black. I'm going to connect with her to see if we can get her on the show. But... Um, but really, for the most part, like they really loved what um, myself and the rest of my crew presented. So it was a great time, man. It was a great black experience. I'll, I'll say that. Yo, pick up your bomba class, German. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what? I know we spoke about this last episode very briefly. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you've had some things on your mind. So we'll get to all the other stuff later in the Cardcastity Chronicles. That will take up some time. Right. But we need to check on Uncle Germs. Uh, here we go. Um, I feel like background music playing now. Okay, go ahead. Do you? Like, I feel like, you know, that slow, you know, just like that soft, bushy black um, um, background music where it's like, it's going to get not a serious moment, but like, like, uh, like, a, aw, you know, that type of moment. Red September girl. Oh no, she's here. Oh, there she is. There she is. There she is. Yes. So we 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 need to check on our brother Jermaine. Um, I know the last September wasn't here for the last episode, but he's been going through some things, and I know for a fact that our listeners will want to chime in and oh. help a brother out. So this is before we get to the Crawcasty Chronicles and all the heavy shit. Here we go. And even before the Listen. black people check in, where we check in with each other, our mental health. But we also, on, I will say, mm -hmm. you ain't the only one. I'm back in the streets again. For real. Back in these streets. So. She's in I these get. streets. Mm. Like an alley cat. So. Yeah, but a sexy alley cat, though. Just let's. let's. Hi. Who just bought her caravan costume? Hi. So Madonna sequins their feathers. So yeah, we're reeling them in. We reeling them in. So, so September, because you are the only woman here, Jermaine's been having some dating problems. <laughs> Is it Brampton dating so, problems? Thankfully, no. no. We already did a Brampton niggas episode. So yes. I think everyone has been forewarned. Mm -hmm. Um, Malena wants to come back on the show, at least FYI. But I'd Jermaine. Love, I'd love to. Yeah. Yes. I'd love to. You change. would love to. Oh, you and her would love each other. Jermaine, tell September your woes. We, we're here to help. This is what Black People Chicken is all about. Oh, uh, through, tell them about all the. Tell them all. Tell her about the gal them. Uh -huh. We because we care. We care. Through the street with my woes, eh? All right. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. 
here's the thing. Um, I've decided to, I guess I've decided to slowly kind of get back into the dating scene, if you will, right? After mm. a little bit of a hiatus of like, all right, you know what? I'm going to keep it to myself. I got to kind of rebuild some stuff. I just realized that, yo, I can do the single life, but it comes to a point where I'm just like, yo, I wouldn't mind, you know, sharing, you know, at least being with somebody. Not that I'm desperate, but at the same time, it would be nice. But your man doesn't need to be desperate. Wrong with wanting to share your life with somebody else. Right. The only thing is, it's just that I think the whole thing is a little bit, it's different now because of, especially mm. because of COVID. So I resorted to, at least for now, online dating, right? So mm. I try. What picture did you use? What picture did you use? Was it the old, was it the old man Jamaican pose that you used? No, 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 I'm not doing that. No, come on. Come on. A shirt? What is it? <laughs> Yeah, the green, yellow, and what? Red mesh marina? No, I'm not doing that, guy. <laughs> That's good to hear. <laughs> no, it's but a good step. Ahead. Step ahead. So, so it, it did start with, I was like, okay, let me just try a couple things. So I did start with, was, I started with Tinder. Hmm. I was just like, nah, Tinder's not going to work. Um, Bumble? I, I have started Bumble. I have started Bumble. Um, but I noticed that like there are times where okay so Mandel can just uh, understand this so sometimes there have been times where I've had a couple of women or so like DM me right um, my friend is still waiting on her response by the way yeah that's that's kind of one of the things where it's like mm. I'm, I don't know why, but sometimes at one point I felt like trigger, sh like trigger shy. Valid. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, I want to, but like, should I, is this the one? Like, sometimes it's like, I'm, I'm looking at the situation. I'm just like, okay, she's okay. And I'm not ta talking about your friend specific, but what you I'm know, saying. I was on the dating sites. I got on there because I'm like, let's just see, like a friend of mine, I was talking to him. I'm like, I'm looking for, the, I'm looking for someone, et cetera, et cetera. And he's like, you know what I mean? He's like, well, how are you meeting people? He's like, are you online dating? I'm like, no. He's like, so you're just leaving it up to chance. Right. And then I felt like I was not doing the right thing. So I went on dating sites, but I think I put too much pressure. And another friend was like, just pick any guy. If you were in the club, would you be so stringent? Um, But I feel like, I don't know, guys just don't like me. But we're not talking about me. We're talking about you, Jermaine. Oh my God. <laughs> I do like you. Back. You just need you just need the <sighs> right guys. Many man them love September. Trust me. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes I mean, and just just when it comes to dating period, it's just such a different vibe when you're trying to search online compared to like meeting people live, right? <laughs> like it's easier to have those conversations, easier to kind of vibe what's good. But it's easier to find the spark. If you right. bump a girl on the subway, in the mall, in a club, any a restaurant, there's that spark which you don't get from online. So online, mm -hmm. you're, I don't know, like, okay, remember a lot of men's online profiles are gonna be terrible. So you mm -hmm. can't judge them based on that. So all I'm, men are gonna, the photos that men post are, I'm sure they're the worst photos that have ever been taken of them in life. Right. <laughs> really? She's not lying. 
it's really hard to gauge who a person is based on that and so it's easier that's why i'm so glad that at least some summer i'm for the streets when it's summertime mm-hmm. so that i can have those authentic experiences with guys mm-hmm. even a 30 second experience is still something like i remember i went out with mandela mm-hmm. this guy and i was taught he's like he tried to holler at me i'm like dude you were just standing beside me you didn't say nothing you didn't do nothing you didn't even dance I'm like dance to a couple songs let me catch a vibe and he danced to like three songs to show me that he's a fun guy Mm-hmm. But even that kind of altercation where I'm laughing and joking with somebody, you can't get that online. Mm-hmm. Like, at least I was like, dude, you try to holler at me. You didn't show me nothing. Like, what are you showing me to let me know your personality? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You didn't even kick a little game to me or, and I don't care if it's awkward or something. Cause I'm awkward as hell, but at least show me something. Whereas online, you don't get that. I don't get a taste for your personality. Cause I haven't seen you or met you, which is so weird because I have so many wonderful friends mm-hmm who I've met first online, who I've been friends with for many, many years. Mm-hmm. It's just very weird when you're looking for your heart's content to do it online. You know, it's interesting because, okay, so let's, let's, let's touch online. I'm going to touch Bumble for a sec because I've been kind of on it for a bit, right? So <clears throat> with Bumble, most people who don't know is that like once you match with somebody, it's going to be the woman that actually has to initiate the conversation. Men cannot initiate the conversation. Women in the first com- com- It's a safe space for women whereby women can start the conversation. Men absolutely cannot. Right. So for me, I'm like, when it comes Hold to that. Hold on, say that again. On Bumble, the, old, the first person to send a message has to be women. Men cannot okay. unless a woman has initiated it. So Bumble oh. is a safe space where women can't get harassed by men because a man cannot talk to a woman unless a woman has initiated conversation. Yeah. Which also means that women are in a situation where you got to come up with like some little cute ass thing to send to a man to initiate a conversation. It was very hard. Like I will say that being on Bumble and Mm -hmm. being the one to start the convo was very challenging. Um, Well, okay. I get where you're coming from. I'll be honest with you. I think most guys will say, listen, if you say hi, then that's like the bait. That's like literally the bait. You know what I mean? Don't even like, guys are not like into like, okay, what type of questions is going to ask or whatever. If you yeah. say hi, most guys are going to be like, yo, let's go. But, but literally, pro- ladies, all you got to do is send the stupidest emoji. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Women, I'm on Twitter at, at September A, S E P E M B R E A. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, add an underscore. I want you to send, we're going to do something where we're sending the stupidest emoji ever. Send a lizard. Don't send a basketball. Send a broom. Send, we send the stupidest things to start conversation with men. So okay. women, if you're following and you're listening, <clears throat> send me a screen crap and then blank out everything that is important. But show you, show me how you hook them. Show me how. <laughs> Send the stupidest thing. Send See, a tail. So, okay. So here's, maybe I should ask you, okay. So I should ask you this question because this happened to me a number of times. So if a woman initiates a conversation, they say, hi, I say hi back. And I usually follow up with, how are you doing? And then I don't hear nothing. I'm like, what was the point? Cause that's not a conversation. How am I doing? Fine. Like this is for me, I've been trapped in so many dry conversations with men mm-hmm. where it's one word thing. 
So even when I initiated conversation, I remember one guy was like, I sent a basketball and I sent some emojis. I'm like, I'm terrible at this. This is my attempt at shooting my shot. I think you're really handsome and I'd like to try to get to know you better. That was my conversation with him. It That's was amazing. But give me, when you men message us, you don't give me nothing to work with. So then for me, it's like, he not even putting in the basic effort. Be like, yo, I think you're cute. Love your earrings. I like your vibe. Online dating is really weird. Like how unnatural is this? What are you trying to, you know what I mean? Give me something. Hey. Okay. So I, and that, at that part, I do agree with you because I've tried to switch it up. Sometimes I just try to throw in like some random questions. Like the last person. So Jermaine, I, hold on. Okay. I think you're about to answer my question. So like, I wanna, like what do you usually start with Jermaine? Okay. So. Like, goes with yo, sweetie. <laughs> so it no, will get on the radio voice. Why? <laughs> Pony. Yo, give get me out of here. <laughs> so no, you did you give me something? You should role play with September. Role play with September. Our ba- like honestly, mm-hmm. at this point, I'll take anything that is mildly creative. Like that's why for me, and honestly, I the only reason why I don't because the guys that I'm looking for are not like I just feel like I strike out on dating sites. Mm-hmm. But I want like trust me, I'll be in places like I said. This dude was like, yo, I think you're cute. And I'm like, cute. But what am I supposed to think about you? You've given me nothing. You've been standing here all night. Like, give me some vibes. I'm like, dance to the next three songs. The dude started dancing to the next three songs. And I gave him my number. Give me something. Like, I want to, like, I'm a person and I'm different from, don't, I'm not a good person to try anything out. I'm a wonderful wingman, but I'm a very different thing to find out what women want. Because I want what all women don't want. I want to see your personality. I want to know that you're fun. Mm. That's all I need to know. I just want to know that you're fun. Mm-hmm. Then we can work from there and see what we can build and delve deeper or not. But mm-hmm. for me, I was just like, yo, we've been standing in this club and you've done nothing all night long. So why would I want to talk to you? I'm like, you're boring. Mm-hmm. And I said that to him and he danced to the next three songs and it's three songs and I gave him my number and that was a different scene. <laughs> but I'm like, you're boring. But for me, I'll tell you and I'll be like, I'll be like, yo, we're going to do goofy dances everything we're just going to be stupid for three seconds let me know that like i'm a different girl i want to know that i can have the most fun with you ask my sister the other day i was having i decided that i'm gonna have a dance party with some unhoused people mm-hmm. so i left my aunt's 50th birthday party stood at the corner <laughs> of Queen and had a dance party with some what other people would call homeless unhoused people we had a time we had a time but I want to know that you're a sporadic person who's has a heart of gold, mm-hmm. who's like, I love introducing new things to my partner when they introduce new things to me. Or we'll go to the gallery or we'll check this out or eat this or do this. I love, I am, I've experienced so much life, but I have so much more life to live and experience. And I want to know that the person that I'm talking to wants to experience too, and that they're as free spirit as I am. So you could be like, if you sent me a... <sighs> funky cat emoji i'd be like yo okay dude let's that's a conversation started and it might not like if every woman be like yo what the hell is this it'd be like yo i don't know what to do and i like that and i don't know i feel like a lot of women at least like the honesty were like i had absolutely no like i am stunned by your beauty mm-hmm. and your out the little bit of personality that you showed me in your profile has stunned me and has me so intrigued so I didn't know what to do. So I sent a bunch of stupid emojis just to try to connect with you. There's a line. Write it down. You're not writing it down, Jermaine. 
See, ladies, well, listen, it's hard to when, like, I'm trying to, like, do two th- different things at the same time. But ladies and gentlemen, well, particularly gentlemen, now you know what you want. Now you know what September wants. So step up. Do something. Oh, I want if you you're whack, that. you're going to have to, you're going to have to go through me. Because. Put a barrier up because I'm not good at this shit by myself. But I just want somebody like who's exciting and fun and exciting. There's so much life to live, and I want to find the person who wants to live it with me. Let's have fun. Because life's too short. I get it. So, I, Jermaine's ahead. been deflecting this whole time. How? <laughs> okay. You Jermaine, haven't so- told us about your. You haven't told us about your situation. Okay. So, okay. So, kind of, kind of what um, bouncing off with what what September's been saying. So. There have been times where I've tried to be creative, like in terms of my response, all that type of stuff. Like I would ask very random questions, just off the cuff instead of like, you know, how's your day going? It'd be like something like, um, I don't know. Like I would, sometimes I would go deep. So it's like, tell me what your values are. First off, you know what I mean? I like having deep conversations, right? Cause I wanna know what you're thinking. You know what I mean? Or sometimes I would ask the questions like, okay, if you're into movies, Tell me what type of superpowers that you would like to have in the next Avengers movie. You know what I mean? Or are you, or are you, (laughs) right? Or are you like, are you DC or are you like um, Marvel? Which one are you? You know what I mean? If she's DC, take her to the her. If I'm breaking law, the only lie I want to break is murder. (laughs) But one one of the things that um, I I just seem to have trouble is just that especially when it comes to online dating is the communication factor. Yes. It is, it just seems weird. Like if, like, for example, I treat the conversations online as if like, we're actually having a live conversation. So if you say something, I'm going to respond. If I say something that I expect you to respond like that type of thing, just to get that flow going right now, I could be wrong for it, but that's how my brain works. It's like, if we're going to talk, then let's talk as if like we're having it live. Sometimes the conversations, I'll be honest with you, become very dry. If I'm asking you direct questions and ladies, I'm going to just say this to you. If I'm asking a direct question, nobody ask me a different question. I'm asking you a direct question to get a answer. But you're main. And that's why I lose I lost off of online dating and just decided to do it in person. Mm-hmm. I have so much more real converse. Like I just, I feel like for us, online dating just doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. It's a waste of time. And I feel like the, we just got to keep throwing it out there and just putting ourselves out there and meeting people in real life. Those conversations are not real. People don't know how to have them. I'm like, I can find out more about you in, 1.5 seconds in real life than I can ever find out right. in an hour of online conversation. And it takes a lot of energy. Stationalist and not everybody remember, real talk online is a lot of writing. If mm-hmm. you don't have the skill for that, so I, that's why I stopped doing it. It didn't work for me and it's easier for me. And it's not like i had success but it's a lot easier for me to do it i just it didn't work for me i did it i went on all of the sites plenty of fish and blah 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 and it just didn't work for me. yeah and i the little conversations i don't know like even with our podcast right now we're all talking to each other on camera these yeah. are not the 
we have on Bumble or Tinder or Plenty of Fish or all of the other Facebook dating or any of the things. And I just feel like it's it just for all the people it works for, I'm so happy for them. Yeah. It just work. And I feel like for you and I, our our personalities can't be contained in a simple online conversation. That's the thing, right? Like, and maybe it's just like, we're just getting too old. We're like kind of somewhat old school about it. Like we're used to being sociable in social settings. Now me, I'm like, listen, I can be- We'll talk. Are you really that comfortable with approaching women that you have never met before in a bar? Not always, not always. I'm like, you're super confident or the liquor, like even me, Mm -hmm. I'm not confident about it. I've just learned to be like, yo girl, if you fail, you know what I mean? Look, your hair looks cute. You know what well, I mean? You know what? I, I'll tell you this, and not to bring a sob story or whatever, but for me, I at times have trouble having like high expectations on whether it'll work or not. And a lot of it is because more often than not, it's like there's a lot of rejection or is like a lot of like I'm being ignored. And this yes. is going back like when I was younger. So for yes. me, I just kind of like, okay, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I'm not going to really sweat it because it wasn't really an expectation from before. You know what I mean? So valid, but also when I hear that, because for me, it's so, like before I remember the first guy I ever picked up, my line was, I think your sneakers are really cute. Mm. And I met him on like public transit. <laughs> so luckily for me, that was all I had to say for it to work. Um, and then usually guys just come up to me and then I worked in journalism a lot so I had to talk to strangers and was forced to at least exude comfortability with it even though I didn't feel comfortable um but I'm still not comfortable with it but I still do it just to do it I do love like I love the podcast because mm-hmm. I love getting to talk with you and Mandela and our guests Same. and just change thoughts and riff off of each other everybody says such brilliant wonderful things and i love these conversations mm-hmm. and that's kind of how i see dating i get to have a wonderful conversation and get like kind of and kind of in-depth sight into how other people's are thinking and living and experiencing right exactly um, i enjoy that and it doesn't always some people are creeped out by me and think i'm weird um and that's fine because i am weird and creepy um <laughs> but, you are not weird <laughs> but the but but the boogeyman's afraid of you, though. I'll say that. Who's oh, afraid? Be afraid, because I'm that bitch. Yo, the but, boogeyman. Who's afraid? The boogeyman. <laughs> Can't oh, the boogeyman. Can't... Oh, of course they're afraid of September because they're whatless. <laughs> no, but I mean, I enjoy that exchange of thought. And Mindell knows, like, a lot of people think I'm weird and they kind of shy away from me, and that's cool. Um, and there's going to be those people who think I'm like cool beans, and we really hit it off. But dating is like that, and I just feel like my personality doesn't really translate well online no i get i get it and it's it's hard to like it's almost impossible like it's it's like with like for example doing any text you can't communicating through text is not it's not conducive and it's not conducive because people can't really tell even like the emotions behind what you're saying you know what i mean weird sarcasm right that's the thing like it's always a lot of guesswork as compared to if like we're in person like practically like this then we can understand nuances of language right yes. and this is how like okay i understand how you're saying it and what you're saying like even for me online dating and again we're not saying it's like bad or anything like that no, 
it, it works for some people. Others, it's a little bit more of a challenge. Like for me, when, when it has come to online dating or just even approaching a person, period, it has been a struggle just because of the fact that for the longest time, like I can be a little bit weird. I know I can be a little bit weird. I can also be a little bit shy. So when most people think, yo, you have a bag full of gal and all that type of stuff, that's right. actually not the case. A roster, my roster is dry like the Sarah, the Goldie, the every desert <laughs> is dry. Like like my phone, I feel so bad paying the bill every month. <laughs> not in a guan. Like I feel like wow. there are people that when they write up my bill, they're like, my God, we must give, we have to throw something because you have nothing. Nothing. Wow. No, and and that's and that's the thing, and that was the same thing. Like I'm like, well, at least except for Mandela and you know a couple of buddies, it's like okay, well, I mean, the only thing I really have is this computer and my homework. You know what I mean? Other than that, bill notifications. Right. And honestly, (laughs) like what makes it even worse sometimes, like become very oblivious to even like certain certain advances. So coming back to like. Mandela's friend, right? Yeah. She DM she DMs me. God knows why it's it's taken me so long up till now. I haven't even answered her yet. You like, know what? It's the universe. It's a sign. <laughs> I think you should no, move on from that. Head because it's like the whole planet is not attracted to me. So why the hell are you? <laughs> and I have one chance. And so how do I be normal? A lot of my head process is how do I be normal so that this person is not like right the f- this girl like right. she looks so good but she really she mad now she hid because I'm not see I'm just different <laughs> I like really weird things and I want to do really weird things and trust me if you try it out it'll be a lot of fun <sighs> I'm gonna have but to a deep dark place oh, and tell me about the last gal journey the last one that I went on a date? Yes, the single solitary date. Or was it two dates? Have I gone on a date? I can't remember the last time I went. The last, mm. did I go on a date? I can't remember. Holy, I can't remember. Honest, like legit, like, like even up until last year, I cannot. And I guess somebody who might be listening that I went on a date with, I apologize. I can't remember the date. I really, oh, sorry, you know what? Now I remember. Sorry, now I remember. Now I actually remember. So, so there was this girl that I was interested in, right? Like, I thought, yo, like, it's going to be cool and everything. And, like, like she has a good vibe. You know, she kind of works in the same field as I do. Um, she's about her hustle. She looks pretty. She goes to the gym. I'm thinking to myself, yo, I can actually. She's pretty? Yeah, she's pretty, she's pretty, you know, still. The problem was, and I kind of noticed it on the first date, but the second date, I was just like, this really did it for me. And I'm actually surprised because sometimes I'm notorious for this. But guy, half the time she was on her phone. Uh, I was like... Oh, I. what was her name? I'm not saying it. No, not relevant. Type it. Type it. No. You don't have to say it out loud. Anyway, when I go, I turn my phone face down. It's mm-hmm. there, but it's face down. And Jermaine, I really feel you because I remember I went on the date with this guy. Mm-hmm. So I was going through this period, a really tough time. My therapist was like, 
honestly, you just got to get yourself out there. Go on a date. Mm-hmm. She'd been pressured for months. Finally, I was on, I was on a soca fat, saw this guy. I'm like, screw it. He's cute. Let's do this. Right. Um, and on our date, he didn't talk to me at all. Yeah. I kept trying to talk to him. I just, a friend of mine that took me to see Serena Williams and Naomi Osaka play um, their, um, this was a wonderful box seat wonderful box is wonderful experience i'm at the rogers open it was amazing um serena her serve you can't see it you cannot see it too fast she's amazingly powerful um it was wonderful and i tried to talk to about it i was like trying like i was just i I just had a wonderful experience the next day i went on the stage tried to talk to him he's like i don't watch tennis and he just shut it down um he wouldn't speak to me so I spoke to the people in the bar and I had a wonderful time and then after our date he said let's go up for ice cream but in my head I'm like you didn't talk to me for two and a half hours yeah. you did not talk to me for two and a half hours then we went to get ice cream and then I was about to leave he's like can I have a hug he's like this was wonderful I really want to do it again I never heard from him in my life see and that's and that's the part of the whole thing where I'm just like that was that's kind of how I felt. Like, don't get me wrong, right? Um, first oh, time. Oh, he was awful. He was cute, and maybe I was doing too. I don't know. I won't say I was doing too much, but maybe my personality can be a lot. I'm also a very social person because of my, my time in journalism. I'm used to kind of being a public figure. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'll go in public. People, complete strangers, will talk to me. You know what I mean? I'm used to talking to strangers and being on. So if I go to a bar and people start mm-hmm. talking, I can engage that conversation. Right. So that was a lot for him. It was just really weird. I don't know. I just, I don't know whatever I'm doing. And I don't want to tone down who I am. But because- that's what I'm, I, I'm like, in part, here's, and I know that we're talking about whatever. Here's what I'm going to tell you, September. If like, September right. ever tones down, we're not going to be friends. Anymore. Well, that, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that sometimes it can't, it can't always be, I don't know what I did or like, I don't know if I did or whatever. I get like reflecting and, you know, probably taking responsibility, but sometimes the other part is that the other person that you're, you know, going out with is just weird. They don't jive. You know what I mean? Sometimes we have to remember that. Like, even I had to remind myself that, you know, yes, it could be me, but the other part is them as well. Yes. You know what I mean? Because my headspace was like, you're just a fucking weirdo and you need to be more normal Mm -hmm. people are not meshing with you because you're weird um that was my headspace i'm like how do i be more normal like how do i tone it down but at the same time especially because i'm going to be 40 this year um welcome to the club it's taken me a long time to be comfortable i've always been weird Mm -hmm. always Mm -hmm. i remember in high school my um fashion icon was freddy krueger so one of my favorite um outfits was a freddy krueger polo shirt with um a matching pair of pants Mm -hmm. Um, before that it was punky brewster like i'm not a normal person but this is who i am and i just feel like i should stop trying it's not it is shrinking yourself. I don't want to say that because it sounds really cliche, mm-hmm. but I just feel like I'm, I want to be able to be who I am and not have to compromise it for another person. There's got to be another fucking weirdo like me. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's, 
I guess some of the stuff that I've had to be like, okay, listen, I know that I got some stuff that I need to work on, yeah. but at the, at the end, there has to be somebody that fits who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I do. Even if they have like a totally different personality than I do, that's fine. As long as it fits, then I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? And that's the thing is because I think about the fact that I am a pretty big fan of, I love sci-fi fantasy, leaning more towards fantasy. So Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, et cetera, et cetera. I really enjoy that. I love a good beer, love wonderful food. I love to be crazy and weird, as Mandela can tell you. If you've ever but seen it, I don't, I don't, I don't consider you weird though. I'm not weird. I'm my own person, but I think like, you know, when we take selfies together. Yeah. First, I'll, be, I'll have to like spaz out because I'm tired of being normal, but maybe a lot of people don't like that. You know I, what I mean? It, it, is, it, is, it is what it is. I think this is just the challenge of just meeting people because <sighs> It, it takes a lot of energy to actually meet people and see what they're like. And if you're attracted to them, you're hoping that they'd be attracted to you. Like this, this whole song and dance thing, it, it's tiring. It takes a lot of energy, but we're doing this yeah. in the hopes of finding somebody you can connect with. Yes. That's the thing. And I mean, I can only say this as a, as a guy, but you know, hearing a lot of women, which is not wrong in and of itself, they do have a lot of expectation when it comes to guys. You know, we have to bring up our A game like a certain way. But sometimes when we bring up our A game in a certain way, it's still not good enough. Even yeah. though I had to be like, okay, maybe I'm just not there right now. Like, you know, that type of thing. But that also makes me sad because humans are social creatures. And so my community includes a lot of people. It includes Mandela, includes my sister, includes a lot of really wonderful, wonderful friends whose name I won't names I won't mention. Mm -hmm. Just that kind of one missing piece. It was so wonderful. A friend of mine got surprise married yesterday. Mm. He and his oh, yeah, partner yeah. together for 12 years and they got surprise married yesterday. And it was Amazing. so wonderful to see that love manifesting. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you kind of always be like, uh, I want that for myself. But also understanding, like, and what I love is my friend, our going out club song since we were in university was Copacabana by Barry Manilow. Oh, for real. It's not cool. But we that are not. This is the whitest of whitest songs. That and, well, oh, that and um, uh, uh, Casey and the Sun, well, Casey and the Sunshine Band, that's the whitest of white. Yeah. But, you know, you have your moments. You know what I mean? Cool. I just, and I can be weird to, weird with and explore things with. I love weird things. I do not eat pork, but I'll eat any other thing. I went to, an, it was like a fundraiser for Africa. And they said, I swore the man said hippo. So oh I was God. like, slice me of some hippo booty. But it was hip of beef. <laughs> and and he's like it's just beef and i was like i thought i was eating a whole ass hippo <laughs> i was eating that's hilarious and was very excited about it and it's a hip of a goddamn cow yep. like you know what i mean and so i'm just looking for the person who meet who is where i am mm -hmm. i'm 40 years old and so many people are surprised by that and in so many ways 
my mentality is 40 in so many ways. It's not 40. I just, you know what I mean? I'm looking for my person to be able to explore that with. And I've got a lot of wonderful friends who I can do that with. And I'm so, so thankful for them. Like Mandela's like, he's such a little peach. Um, but I love getting to explore and experience life with Mandela and of his wonderful wife, whose name shall go on. Um, but yeah, I like, I like my person too. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally get yeah. it. I totally get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is no, this so, so, so me and September are, are planning next adventures. Yes. Are. Yeah. Can you can you can you kind of let me know, like at some point? I let you know. I invited you to something for next year. Well, I well, and we also have a thing that my siblings do our siblings trip in which we have, are overlapping it. So I told Mandela, the first part of the trip can be him and his wife. Then he does a sibling trip and then he does, you know what I mean? Like we're open, like we're literally planning where two days, all of the siblings and their partners are in one place for at least two days and we do whatever we want. Um, and it's for siblings and friends because a friend of mine, my very good friend who also just got married, it's our 20th friend anniversary. Oh, nice. And well, obviously, it's like kind of postponed because of the pandemic. So it's going to be our 25th first friend anniversary. That will be when Mandela and I are celebrating, I think, our sixth friend anniversary. Mm-hmm. That's just life. I and met you in 2017 or no, 16, 2016 or 15. Yeah, the years are all, my math ain't mathing because I'm not a mather. Okay. <laughs> it's while I was an undergrad, for sure. Yeah. But I'm just like, honestly, there are so many wonderful people. And I just think that that's the time for us to marinate. Like, obviously, you know what I mean? Jermaine, you and I are like on the relationship tip. Mm -hmm. But it's also really thankful for the friends and family and everybody in my life who's been so supportive and so fun and Mm -hmm. so wonderful. Like, I think it'd be, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity also to take a pause and just really be thankful for those people. Um, And Ella, you know me, you and I, we have a lot of great times. You know what I mean? We bury a lot of bodies, but we have a lot of really wonderful. <laughs> um, and not all, not all of them are beautiful. Not all of them are fat worthy or selfie worthy. Some of them are tender and hyper supportive. Mm. Um, as I've spoken about in other podcasts, especially my like domestic violence period when me and Mandela really connected, yeah. very much there for me. You know what I mean? Me bawling is not. It's not a cute look. I was obviously balling like my fat clothes, so I physically. Oh yeah, that's right. Neck down was cute, but neck up was really an ugly scene. Um, you know what? Right. I will say there's oh, not a lot of cute cry- criers on the world, but yeah, September. But I tried. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was it was it? It was cow ball. Oh, cow? It was like was silent ugly. crying. It was silent yeah, crying. Shannon was there too. Yes, she was. She was. She didn't even know me. She had to rub my back. Oh, she and... knew you, but not that well. Well, you know what's funny? Two of my friends that met September, right? Shannon is one, and the other one. I'm like, yeah, you know, let me introduce you. As soon as the outing was done, they were like, we know her. <laughs> they were both like, we're huge fans of her work, and it was like. They said they had like a fangirl moment. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it was crazy. Okay. It was pretty awesome. Okay. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. 
but we have a wonderful and that's what it's it's you know what i mean jermaine even when we sit here on this podcast mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's a wonderful community that we have and unfortunately covid has impeded our ability to connect yep and physically but we got a lot of good things going but as you know to be able to put your heart in somebody's hands is really a big deal straight it's, really cool. straight. it's a quest i feel like zelda i'm on the fuck <laughs> Yo, does it feel like Zelda's like the Zelda. quest? Right? Yo. Yo. Like, Wait, Zelda's a princess, right? I think Zelda's a princess and Lynx. Lynx is the uh knight. Right, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Zelda Lynx is trying to deliver the heart and goddamn. Yeah. So hold on. From how many years still Link still can get the thing? Fifty-two. That's all nope. feel. 52 years. Oh. No, I feel like I'm rolling. Okay. I've been holding on to the heart of darkness for goddamn. I just want to rest my heart in somebody's hands and that God bubbling up on <laughs> plenty up on Tinder up on Facebook dating. Right. Everything. Jesus. You know what I mean? I'm out in these streets like an alley cat, like my name is fucking. What's the thing is? Um, Aristocats or whatever. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not even the lady in this situation. I'm the tramp. <laughs> a try me a try. <laughs> wow. Wow. Why? A lie? If I'm lying, Jermaine, tell me I'm lying. No, you are lying, but I understand where you're coming from, though. Yeah. But right? I understand where you're coming from, but you're lying. Hey. But I understand. Everything me a try. <laughs> Why? But don't worry, me and Mandela are going on a boat cruise on Sunday, so. Something will work out. Yes. Listen. Trouble. Trouble. Reach. Just, just, let me know, just let me know when the next Jermaine will be in church. Yes. It's Sunday at noon. Well, it depends Jermaine. on whatever, because I'm not always at church. <laughs> I'll tell you that. You do one type of church, we'll do another. You know Don't worry. Right. Right. I'll be on. The- I'll-, <laughs> I'll have you, you. I have communion. You guys have fellowship. Oh, we will have fellowship. The fellowship of the waistline. Jeez. Walk. Walk. Hey, hey, trust. I'll be in I'll be in my Bible app. You do and I'll be asking him for a like a lift. You know what I mean? Done. Listen, I'll be I'll be studying you know, I'm scripture boots. on I'm the boot. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> you guys are killing me, man. You guys are killing me, man. <laughs> Listen, no, I gotta, I, I gotta no. represent. I gotta be in the spirit of Jermaine. We are First doing all, it. I'm remember, Jermaine. I'm gonna be forty this year, eh? Listen, I listen. You're talking to a guy that is right now in the house of forty, right? So I can tell you right now, do what you need. You to need do. to be in the house of Stark. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Right, right. Which is true. Which is true. I will. I will. Yo, what you know about House Stark, fam? Not even John Stark. John Stark's maybe what's the, the, the little kid? Yeah, no. the assassin. Oh, Arya. Arya. Arya Stark. Yo, September. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to have a Game of Thrones marathon? Um, marathon. I'm gonna have a Game of Thrones marathon on Sunday. <gasps> Holla. What I was. Not what I was referring <gasps> to. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Listen, I'll, I'll, 
saying, all I'm saying, just to kind of wrap this up a little bit, all I'm saying is that, you know what, things are different, like, especially with online, and I get it. People and are COVID. Just, and COVID. Really, it's been COVID, right? That's kind of exacerbated the whole situation. I'm just looking forward to the moment where it's like, let me just get outside of this and actually, like, meet people. Not to say there aren't good people online, still working through that, but let me just meet you face-to-face and let's see how we kick it off. And I would like to say one thing. I think all of us, there are very few people online who are com- comfortable with that type of platform of dating. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, and what really helps me is to think that everybody is like me. Mm-hmm. Everybody feels awkward navigating that space. It's weird. What do I do? I don't know what to do. And I really think that transparency is the key. Right. I think that a lot of us don't know what we're doing. What do I do you know how many friends I have to go through each time a man sends me a message? Like, what the hell do I respond to this? If I take 30 minutes to respond, it's because my girl is at work checking a pulse or trying to resuscitate somebody and she can't answer my message because I literally, I have no idea what to do. So yeah. I think we, I, what's really important is giving everybody grace. Mm-hmm. All of us have no idea what we're doing. The added threat of COVID and, and then it makes a casual date isn't so casual because I'm like, I could, and then we have monkeypox. I don't want to get to monkeypox trying to meet a random dude on Tinder. Man. Really flying where I'm planning our wedding in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah, honestly, this is why it's like, yo, we got like, some has to turn quick because the way that things are going, it's like, you don't even know if the next disaster is going to happen like quick. You know what I mean? I am more... But I do appreciate the creativity and I love the fact that dates can, men don't have to spend money for dates. So a Tinder date in the they age of box could be outside and we're both sitting on the side of the bench and exchanging king cans of beer or cider or tea. I love tea. So I love I'm that. Not, I'm not, okay, you know, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not going to belabor the point. However, sometimes the messaging gets, the messaging is a little bit different. And what I mean by that is that for for as a as a man like a lot of women are are kind of of the okay are you gonna take me out to this place you're gonna take me out to whatever whatever so sometimes there is sorry say it again are you drake well no not even close are you puff daddy yeah yeah uh-huh no 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 offset no definitely not Emily chopper no, I, smarter than all the motherfuckers. No, but am I Cardi? Oh, definitely not. Megan. No. I Rihanna. Rihanna. So why am I expecting you to have millions of dollars at your disposal to wine and dine me? And I don't have that. But that's another conversation for another day in this episode of Caucasity Chronicle. <laughs> <laughs> chronicles all right yo let's go let's go at this i'm gonna leap into it so this nine-year-old boy this little black girl they walk as a group together to and from school Uh this nine-year-old black girl he has him and the girl have beef so he shows up at her door with a whip he starts oh jermaine he starts whipping her door yelling for the little black girl to come out this little black girl doesn't come out because she live at her mama's house and it don't work like that. Mm-hmm. Her mama comes out 
and this little white boy is standing there with a whip in his hand that he has been whipping her door with. She tells him, you better get off my front porch. He finally leaves because he realized I can't whip this bitch to the ground like a whip. And then she goes to his father's house to be like, hey, our children walk to and from school every day, came to my daughter's house with a whip, whip my front door. This man comes up with a gun. The gun accidentally goes off. She calls the police. The police tell her that they're going to move from the neighborhood soon, so better not to do anything. So that's what we're going to talk about on Kakasi Chronicles. Chronicle. Uh, there are other stories. Mandela may have one. You may have one. Because the Caucasity, it never quits. It never stops. I'm tired. Because we need. Tired. And the 12 black lost their lives going grocery shopping because a white supremacist got frightened. That was mine. That was that was my Caucasian Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, since since the shooting happened in Buffalo, I don't know when this particular episode is going to come out. It's going to definitely be a few weeks from now mm-hmm. um, until Jermaine gets his act together. But not putting you on the spot. Go ahead. <laughs> but um, a lot of people, like I've had conversations with quite a few people, and Black people, and they're like, when I visit Buffalo, I shop there. Or I used to go there all the time when we were in yeah. Buffalo for a weekend or someone that I know that owns a clothing company. Shout out to Stupid Stank. Bop, 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 bop. Oh, yes, yes. Diana. Bum, bum. Um, she was telling me that someone she knows, I think it was maybe it was her mom, um, lives just a few blocks away from there, from where the shooting happened. Um, yeah, it's horrible. I don't have any words anymore because things like this is why we started Black People Checking. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying it's horrific to know that somebody's checking out where you eat, where you drink, where you move to kill you. Because remember the day before, there's a black man who was like, this white dude came in, he seemed really weird, like he had something on his shoulder, so I bought him a drink. Mm-hmm. And then the next day he went and shot up a bunch of black people. So a black person showed him kindness and that didn't, and that's, I think, where I black excellence conversations really bother me. They're not good enough. This doesn't happen because we're not good enough, not smart enough, not fast enough, not it happens to us merely because we are black. And And so I don't want to think that black people are too ghetto, too this, too prone to criminality. It happens to us merely because we are black. The other guy who the Charleston shooter who shot up the church, he went in there and he prayed that they were kind to him, but he didn't care because they were. And so it's really upsetting. Like there are a lot of, when I see the stories and it doesn't matter, it could be 12 black people who shot up, who raped, killed and murdered into these things. That didn't matter to the man who killed them. All that mattered was that they were black. And I think, we need to continue to think about the fact that us being black is enough. That's enough. You know what? I'll I'll say this to 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 September's point. And situations like this actually, um, I mean, it it continues to piss me off. But what makes it even more annoying is that 
I read in one article that the family was trying to excuse his behavior by saying that he, you know, deals with paranoia. And I'm just like, first of all, his mental, he, first of all, saying this as, as a social worker, he does not have a mental illness. I'm not like for you, for you to plan out such an attack. Let's, let's not forget that he's been wrapped up in a lot of white supremacist doctrine, basically. That and has that's a lot of- meditated. As a, like, I know a number, I have three family members who suffer, sorry, live with schizophrenia. Yeah. Neither of them have planned out or carried out a mass murder. Right. Um, I know people have, two of my family members have bipolar dis- disorder. I know, like, trust me we run the gamut that mm-hmm. is not a predisposition for mass violence right and and all of it if if anybody really well i think a lot of people know about enough of this guy peyton i don't care what his last name is manning but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's same league he's same, same train of thought but but for anybody that looks into it it's like this guy has wrapped himself like in the flag of white supremacy like this is the type of stuff that whether people like to believe it or not this is the type of stuff that continues to kill black people on a regular basis it's not mental illness and i say this because from a therapist's perspective we need to stop excusing uh people who is not a mental illness no and and that's and that's the part where people have to understand stop excusing it because then you're just like excusing white supremacy right off the bat for you to even suggest that you know what i mean that's the part black supremacists right exactly and they don't murder anyone no can you say that one more time september black supremacists so you may have like the black israelites and the hebrew you know the Hebrew, them, you know, the man, them. The greetings and grand risings, yes, them. <laughs> yeah, but they don't, you know what I mean? They on there, they on a, they leave it on a jet plane, don't know when they'll be back again. Um, but they don't commit crimes like that and just um, chalk it up to mental illness. White supremacy is not a mental illness. It is not. No, it's not. No. 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 It, it, it's a tool. It's a murder weapon. It's a doctrine. That's what it is. It's a complete system. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we have been living under for centuries. Say so, that. So really this, like what Dylan did, what Peyton did, and like every other mass murder. Thank you. Like this is, if more than anything, all these murders, mass murders are just the antithesis of what has been going on for centuries. And you know what? It's interesting. Um, There is a kind of social justice slash poet slash hip hop historian. Not oh my god, it's not J. Period, but he said it happened when it was um George Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. And he's the problem with the acquittal of George Zimmerman is that it will create more George Zimmermans. That mm-hmm. more people will realize that they have an excuse to con- murder black people, right. and and that is what we're seeing today. It's a result of that, and it's not just George Zimmermans before that because there were lin- mass lynchings before that. This is the um, foundation of the United States of America and Canada. Cool. These things are historical. They're not new. No. They're not. And, and, don't have the historical knowledge to connect all of these things. It's not new. And we cannot forget Trayvon. We can't no. forget. No. You can't we, forget Rihanna. You know what I mean? There's so many 
people and children. We can't forget Michael Brown. We can't forget Mike Brown. Yep. That's not a name we can forget. Mm-hmm. There are so many people, women and children and non-binary people and trans. We can't forget those people. No. In this conversation, those names matter too, because they are unfortunately the latter. We can't forget Emmett Till. We mm. can't forget no. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X's birthday. Yeah. We can't forget Malcolm X. No. How murdered. We have to connect the dots. We have to, because the puzzle does not get complete without connecting those dots. This is not new. No. Even when you think of um, Martin Luther, um, Nelson Mandela. Yeah. We Remember, what happened in apartheid South Africa was inspired by what the Canadians were doing to native people here. We can't forget names. Thomas Sankara. And it's, and it's what's happening in, in Israel slash Palestine right now. Mm. We cannot forget those names. We cannot. This is not new. This is a continuation of something that is centuries old. And I know people hear that and think that it's um, conspiracy theories, but it's not. You can do the research. It's, it's not even, you can even do white supremacy approved research and see these things. But what we are dealing with is not new. It's just another chapter in the horrors that we live with every day. Exactly. And that's the part where I can't look at situations like this, even coming back to that little white boy that bring, bring, brings a whip, you know, to- Where do we get that? But that's what I'm saying. Like these type of things as black people, we are no longer, we are no longer shocked. Everyone else can like act like they're shocked. We see this, we feel this, we experience this daily, like in various ways, in in abundance of manifestations, however you want to call it. This is nothing new. So honestly, if I was that mom, I don't care. Like I would have actually taken my my belt and whipped him. Could we all beat some ass today? Straight up. Mm-hmm. You don't of a whip and it's so interesting because i remember i was talking to a friend about my iud mm-hmm. so for those who don't know an iud is a form of birth control it's made out of copper it inserts into the cervix i believe and it basically kills any sperm that comes up there mm-hmm. so i was talking about with a friend who had been sterilized she had her tubes tied so basically she was less than 30 had had two children and she was talking to her doctor that she wanted a form of birth control, but she didn't want to do the pill or depot. She wasn't really sure what to do. So he told her, why don't you tie your tubes? Mm-hmm. Let's sever them, tie them, and scorch the ends. Mm-hmm. So she did that. So now in her 30s, she wanted to have another child, but she's like, I can't have another child because I had my tubes tied. And I'm like, why do you have your tubes tied? She's like, oh, for birth control. And she explained it to me. I'm like, I have an IUD, and it does this and this and this. And she's like, what? It's like, I didn't know there was a birth control like that. So mm-hmm. she was Toronto. She was in Scarborough and she was sterilized. Her doctor didn't give her at he I'm sure he must have known what an IUD is. An IUD is very like... <laughs> when we talk about sterilization, I know we think a lot about we think a lot of things, but what we need to realize is all of those things very much take place here in Canada. And I've talked to friends, white friends who have wanted to have their tubes tied. And their doctors have told them they they only in their 40s would their doctors do it to them. He mm. wouldn't do it in their 20s. And my friend was in her 20s, not in their 30s. In their 40s, they would finally relent. But this woman in her 20s who had two children who lived in Scarborough, 
got her to his side and they um, scorched the ends, which I can't remember what the medical term is, because that doctor had decided that she should stop having children. She had effectively been sterilized. Right. And so she was so surprised because she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's just, you put it in like a IUD. They set it. It's like a set. It's a great birth control because it's a set it and forget it. Yeah. And it stays, unless you've got the hormonal, hormonal lasts five years, Mm -hmm. non-hormonal lasts 10. Mm. So it's this birth control that stays in it, like can last up to 10 years. You get it put in 10 years later, they take it out. But as soon as they take it out, you can become pregnant again. Right, 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 right. She got sterilized. So she was like, what? I didn't know this. Like, um, I was, I kept asking her questions. I'm like, this can't be in Canada. And I kept asking her and asking, like, what did you say to him? What did he say to you? Did you have any issues? Trying to find out why that was the option that he gave her. Mm -hmm. It brings a lot of questions there. It really does. Because I make sure that I wasn't jumping to conclusions. But the conclusion is you're black and you are broke. Actually, it's just that you're black and they sterilize you. That's the conclusion. Which, would it be surprising to know that? No. But an IUD is a very easy thing to do. No, you're right. Um, because I know a lot of women that have done that. But yep. it's just, again, when we talk about, like, the whole systemic racism, even when it comes to even, like, things like not even just employment, education, but also healthcare, this is another example. It's another example how systemic racism anti-black racism in particular really yes. works in Canada especially you know and it's so interesting because when we talk about the um buffalo shooting mm. they just put uh EMF uh when you call 911 the dispatcher yeah. they just they suspended her I heard about that old 911 while the shoot happening mm-hmm. her phone cussed her out and hung up on her mm-hmm. and so they suspended her but what is, and it's so funny because I was talking to a friend of mine and it's no fault of hers. So I hope if she's listening, I'm not attacking you personally, please. I love you. Um, but she was talking about, we were talking about something. She, she doesn't trust the police, but she does trust the EMS. And I remember when the Danzig shooting happened. So it was a very monumental thing. Many people were shot and two young people died. And yeah, I, remember I remember that. Danzig talked about how a lot of them have called 911, but there was a slow response from EMS. Yep. So not just EMS, emergency services. So ambulance and 911 um, fire yep. didn't respond quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they, the area. Because they didn't feel like it was important. And this happens, what people don't realize, especially in Black communities, this happens a lot more than you think. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can't depend on EMS, fire, or police. We, Forget when systemic racism literally means systems. Your paramedic is part of the system. Mm-hmm. Nurses at hospitals are part of, everybody is part of the system. Teachers, anybody on a public servant um, salary is part of the system. We don't understand that. And if anybody's ever, even if we look at the history of teaching, Ryerson, Egerton Ryerson, Egerton Ryerson was brainchild between public education in Canada. Egerton Ryerson is such a fervent racist that Ryerson University has changed their name. I am familiar with Egerton Ryerson because the elementary school that I went to to was called Ryerson Public School, then Ryerson Community Public School. Egerton Ryerson is a fervent racist and many would say eugenicist. And he's the foundation of public school in this country. 
that's important to note because before things changed, there was segregated education. People and in that part of the country will tell you how wonderful their segregated educational systems were. No, they weren't getting the funding that they needed, but the students were being educated so much so that nearby white children, their parents were enrolling them into the black educational system. Mm-hmm. Then it got created and then black students lost. So we know that the issue with segregation was not the separate, it was the equal. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that we were separate, it was that we were not properly funded and always under attack. Mm-hmm. But I just think of the thought that in the United States, maternal mortality rates are so low. Basically, women who are pregnant and delivering children die a lot in the United States, regardless of income level and education level. Yeah. So Williams about how she almost died. Serena Williams, her husband is a billionaire. He is the founder of Reddit. She did it with a white man and she almost died. The yep. fact that she jacked up with him. Wait, didn't he's the founder of Reddit? I knew he was a billionaire. But... Yeah, yeah. Found Reddit. A lot of white supremacists on Reddit, but we won't talk about the hypocrisy of that. <laughs> right now, won't do that right now. But Serena Williams almost died as a result of her experience in childbirth, despite the fact that her husband is, is a billionaire. billionaire. Yep. Many women, I'm many women have many black women and that's the thing is in the united states regardless of income level and education level black women's mortality rates are the same as women who don't experience the socioeconomic privileges that they experience Mm -hmm. so when we talk about blackness there is a kind of all-encompassing experience that we all deal with and i think it's really ignorant for us to ignore the ways of the i i mean if we knew a lot about Beyonce's birth experience, I'm sure we would see those things too. Mm. Wonderful. Bad gal Rihanna, yeah, yeah, Bogo, um, just theoretically delivered a very healthy baby boy, um, presumptively in the United States. But Black women, regardless of socioeconomic level, are not surviving childbirth. No. Yeah. No. no here delivering something that is alcoholic and in a tube with a straw that's funny <laughs> although i do need to get one is a le- Yo, here. we should put a le- we should put a leash no she day. said shut up and then she looked like kill me <laughs> what does she want what are you saying for the rest of the night she has a cutlass she has a cutlass she has a cutlass. Jesus. She's 5'11", and I'm very scared. I can't blame you. <laughs> I Why can't would you be scared? That. She's, she's only 5'11". She's, only she's a little bit short. Hold on. She's... Mm. I was like, hold on. Are you six feet? <laughs> Mandela Johnson? <laughs> ah, Why did you say my whole government name? That wasn't a laugh. It was uh, my lungs. My lungs ceased. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, dating is hard. Everything is hard. And COVID make complicates things a lot. Straight. I also think, real talk, Jermaine, come on. Two years ago, dudes who like anime were not cool. 
Music choir, we're not cool. Hold on, first of all, yo, don't hate on Dragon Ball Z, okay? Yo, like it's still the sh- it's still the show. But anyways, go ahead. You know what, Dragon Funny, Ball Z. Remain being a loser. Um. Thanks. <laughs> but I wear it with pride. I wear it with pride still. No, yep. nobody cares about Dragon Ball Z. We really don't. We're all about One Punch and everything else. Come on, Waterbender. My dude, that yellow shirt, whack. He looked like Charlie Brown. He did, though. He really did. That's why. Next thing Jermaine is going to say, he used to watch Digimon. No, 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 no. Let's not go that far. Like, it was Dragon Ball, and that was it. Maybe no. He watched Sailor Moon, whack. I did. I'm not going to front. Jermaine told me he watched Sailor Moon. No, man. I I used to. I used to. I mean, there's really nothing else on Saturdays. (laughs) (laughs) So, how did you go? So how did you go from watching Sailor Moon to getting the gal that like you do that? And then getting that lineup. Because I am weird like that. Okay. <laughs> Let's we'll just talk about the we'll talk September about the says she likes weird. Why not? A lady's yeah. lips really pink. <laughs> so we've talked about the Cocassie crowd. Yes, we did. <laughs> But we didn't do our mental health check-in. Okay. Actually, hold on. Let me let me reverse this because we did ask you, uh, September. Mandela, we didn't really get to check on you. How are you doing, Mr. OnlyFans Loading? Nah. You know it's what? loading. Oh, it's yo, loading. it's loading. It's, yo, it's, yo, loading. it's loading hard. I was just like, yo, I need loading. to actually step up. Well, um, things have been great. <laughs> Been in, the, I've been in the gym five days a week. I want to say four to five days a week, but it's really been five days. This week, if if I can wake up early on Sunday, it'll be five days. But I'll I'll stick with the four. I'm cool with that. Um, what have I been doing? Honestly, when I'm not working, I'm going to the gym, and I'm making my smoothies. I'm playing with my dog. That's really it. I I don't I don't do much else. I I hung out with September today. I'm hanging out. We're going on a boat ride on Sunday. I hate you all. We, yeah. We we're we're playing mass. Jermaine, you can never come to anything though. Just just let me know ahead of time. I can make arrangements, man. I can make arrangements. Nigga, I let you know a lot of things ahead of. I let you know which guests we're having on ahead of time, and you still forget. That's because I'm coming from work, though. Come on. Uh. Not relevant. <laughs> no, it's on a Google calendar, bro. But okay. that's besides uh, well, the point. No hablo ingles. September, <laughs> <laughs> what are you, you, what are you, you know doing that tonight? No, okay. real talk. I went on my little, me and my sister, we were just extremely, I'll say this, we're doing a Black people check-in. Me and my sister were extremely stressed out. We were burnt out. We had nothing left to give. We were empty. And Thank so you. we went to Dominican Republic for Dominican Republic for four days. Uh-huh. So rejuvenating and absolutely wonderful. I just needed a break. I hadn't been on vacations in 2017. Right. When I went to Morocco slash Barcelona. Uh, and so it was really rejuvenating, really wonderful. It's been a really stressful couple of months. Everything is not going well. I did get two cats. Um, I was only supposed to get one, and I now I have two. Crazy cat lady. 
but they're so wonderful. They know, sorry, when I really need them, they don't come. Right. But hour after I need them, they do show up. Okay. Tender <laughs> moments. An hour after I need them. Love them. Love you so much, GGM Peeper. Um, so my third that's and that's been really wonderful. I'm just trying to really push through. It's so wonderful that it's sunny outside. I'm really so happy I got to see Mandela today and we spent so many hours together. That was we really did. wonderful. I'm so happy that I get to see him more often than I have previously seen him. Yeah. Um hard time. I'm doing a happy really dance happy. because I'm seeing I mean, I saw you today and I'm seeing you in 48 hours from now. Less than 48 hours. I know, but it's like hard and it's hard. And it's been a lot of kind of dating and committing and uncommitting and kind of one thing I will say is I hate a lot of the discourse around dating where it's like love yourself and know your self-worth. It's not necessary for dating. Mm -hmm. It kind of makes it easier in which if you love yourself and have your own self-worth, it's easier to pick somebody who reflects that but it's not necessary. And so for me personally, for everybody who sees my face, I know it may seem stunning to you, but I have not seen my self-worth and I'm kind of starting to see it for the first time now, mm. which kind of dictates how I date. Um, mm -hmm. I think yeah. I set the bar kind of low. Um, and I've been, which means I've been really accommodating to different types of people. Um, but I'm kind of really seeing who I am and what I'm worth and what my dating portfolio encompasses and kind of trying to seek that out in my life. And that's new. So. No, but it's a good opportunity. I'll love I'll, it. I'll say that from, from my perspective and my experience, um, which I do agree with you, September. Sometimes the whole self-love thing is like, okay, can it just stop? Yeah. Just relax. Yeah. Okay. But one thing's for sure is that sometimes when you, once you're, when you're out of a relationship, the only thing you can do is pretty much set stuff like a little bit higher than it was before. Mm -hmm. That's probably the only good thing is that you know that you need to set the bar higher because whoever was in your life the last time didn't do it right. So yes. the next person needs to do better than the last. 100%. You know, it's like getting a test and being like, okay, I got to shoot higher than, higher than this. Straight up, straight up. And I will say this though, being in relationships have allowed me also to experience a love that I would have never thought that I deserved or was worthy of. So it's not just that I've accepted things that were less than me. I've also opened myself up to things that were more than I thought that I deserved. Um, it's really wonderful to have friends like Mandela, who keep reiterating that you know what I mean this is what you're worth mm -hmm. um and that's why I think love is a communal thing yeah. it's not just to you intimately in that way platonic love is it's really important no but it's so important oh. valuable and fulfilling mm -hmm. even though I don't have the love that I've been questing for my entire life um the friendship that Mandel and I have is continuously rejuvenating and reinvigorating yeah. Um, even when I get to go and chill with Mandela and his father and his dog and his wife and his mom and you know what I mean that feels so good to be able to experience so many varieties of love and community 
um, that reminds me that I'm worth more than I've been settling for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? We all settle regardless. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, Rihanna dated fucking Drake. So what's that about? Beyonce's Chris Brown I mean, ASAP. Is he? Imagine rolling over my niggas laying beside you in the dark. Listen, at the end of the day, there's always going to be hope. When you look to those, you know there's hope. <laughs> right? You know that anybody could get it. Straight. Like, a lot of people shouldn't be getting it, but they're getting it. They're getting it. Um, they're straight up getting it. But you on know, the Jermaine, mm-hmm. we need to give September her flowers. Listen, she has, she has, she has a garden of roses. Let's just be real. There's a garden of roses. Mm. Like, I'm doing like, a bowl <laughs> Classic. FYI, that's not how you do the bowl dance, but we'll. Oh, okay. I mean, there you go. That's the American version. Wow. <laughs> that's <laughs> literally the American version. You know what? She had too much to drink. That's why. So just lower, lower, lower. <laughs> I'm drunk, quote unquote. Tips. You got, you got on the buzz. I need but, an edible. But I will say this. Uh, we got dog. I'm done. <laughs> September, like Mandela said, honestly, like you, you are a very impactful woman. Period. Like nonstop. And and this is one of the things that I'm glad that I've actually met you and like really interacted with you because you're just straight up cool. Like you're straight up cool. Minosa, you're the bad gal, you know. Still so. So really. I get, I get where you, where you're coming from in terms of your own perceptions. My perception is different. I just see you as, yo, you're the one of the baddest black women that I'm glad to actually meet. But, no, but, but for real, no, like la, 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 la. she's a tap a tap. Thank you so much. Honestly, at the end of the day, everything that I quest for is black community and black love. It's just yeah. that's the reason and the goal: black love. Mm-hmm. However. I'm so thankful that I have it in familial and friendship form and French less family. And so, you know what I mean? Well, it will happen. will happen. It'll happen. I'm in place. And so that's what's going on. I'm so thankful to be surrounded by so much black love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Love is the only love. It's the only love straight. Thank you. It's the only so. Because the other kinds are so wishy-washy. Oh, they're so ugly, and I'm not. No, 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 you are not. If it's one thing, you are not. Somebody who will not be named because they don't want to be named. She was talking about going to Caravana, and then her friend who was white, she's like, Imagine it was like all white people, and she's like, Oh my god, that's disgusting to me. And she walked out of her office and she shuddered again. Like, imagine it's just like a mayo clapping against each other, like. I'm, 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 um, that's something I can't unimagine right now. And whatever I'm going through, whatever I'm suffering through, at least I'm fly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was 40, but goddamn. Oh, no, listen, let's put it out there, okay? Anybody that's 40, first of all, we don't even look like we're 40, not even close. Not even close. I was like, how do you get your skin so tight? I'm like, girl, I literally have, I, don't I can't tell you. You I know what it is? Go to my skin to other people. Bad idea. You you don't eat pork. Number one. No, I do not. That's no. a really that's a major key alert. But I don't eat a lot. I eat meat when I go out. I don't actually eat a lot of meat. 
Yeah. I don't eat meat at all. I'm a pescatarian. Yeah. I'm a vegetarian. You're not a white supremacist. Like, no blue lines. Oh, Jermaine, I didn't tell you one of the members that came into my work last night Mm -hmm. wore an American thin blue line flag t-shirt. Wow, Mandel, I almost forgot to mention. What? I got swatted by my neighbor. What? Yeah. My neighbor told, called the police and said that I was in my front lawn waving a gun around. That's a Caucasian Chronicle right there. So the police came by with M16s drawn. Oh my god. I was outside of my house in a onesie and socks for over six hours. Oh my god. Um, somebody who know very well had to come and bring me shoes. <sighs> All charges were dropped. Nothing came of it because my neighbor is white and decided he he's been making frivolous calls to the landlord and nothing came of it. So he decided that he would sweep. Thankfully, my son wasn't home. He did come home while I was standing outside in my socks and my onesie. Christmas onesie, because I love the holidays. Um, And so I had to send him to a friend's house. Um, But that's what happened to me in this wonderful country that we call Canada. And so um, that was really traumatizing, triggering, and humiliating. Um, Neighbors do not speak to me, which is to be expected. Um, Who doesn't speak to you? Huh? Who do you say? My neighbors. None of them will talk. None of them will speak to me. They won't make eye contact. Um, So, yeah. Um, What's their issue with you? They just, I'm black. It would have to be. I, like, I pay my rent on time. I'm not. It's just, that's, it is what it is. I am going to move because I can't live like this. But it was really upsetting to, for my son to come down the street and see me surrounded by police officers and for me to yell, like, go to your friend, don't stay here. You know what I mean? And that's the reality of life in Canada. It's not just something that happens in the States. It was really awful. I didn't call a lot of people because, Mandela, you didn't get a call because I was just humiliated. Right. Just humiliating. I would have hopped down there in 2.5 seconds. I know, but it was just really embarrassing, and I just didn't want people to know. I know. So I didn't call a lot of people because I didn't want anybody to know what happened. So for my Black people check-in, that's what happened to me. Um, I'll be fine. A lot of awful things have happened to me. Um, and I'm just most focused on the fact that it's summer, COVID's kind of relenting though we are in a six wave and monkeypox is they've had how many cases in montreal monkeypox lashing people to leave. <laughs> hate hate crimes are gonna rise now because they're gonna be like that's the niggas black people did this the niggas did this of course monkeypox the, did monkey the monkeypox friggin the, pe- the, the the people's party of canada is gonna go on a electoral rant about how black people brought monkeypox. So fun times. For those that don't know, yo, great times. For those that don't know, our American listeners and overseas, the People's Party of Canada is an extreme right-wing political party out here. Yes. That 
some stupid black people are supporting because they don't like mask mandates or vaccines. Yes, but also a lot of black people are supporting it because of their internalized anti-blackness, internalized anti-immigration. And the People Party of Canada is extremely, quote unquote, small C conservative. They hate immigrants. They hate giving money to marginalized groups. They are literally, when you think of Donald Trump and think of a little bit worse, the people who stormed the Capitol, that's who the People Party of Canada is. Um, They make Donald Trump look like Martin Luther King, in my opinion. Honestly. Like somebody I might yeah. date out of pity. So. Say what? Somebody I might date out of pity. <laughs> so that's what we're dealing with right now. Thankfully, we're lucky that they don't get much votes, but who knows what happens because the Tea Party, uh, Sarah Palin and the Tea Party begat Donald Trump, begat the yep. President of the States of America. So... <laughs> As um, Don King said, who was um, Mike, Mike Tyson, anything is possible in America. And, and here we <laughs> Don King was also campaigning for Donald Trump, though. Oh my God. Okay. But like, honestly, kill me now. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Um, so we're living in a brave new world. We're living in a Yeah. And Mike Tyson actually beat the shit out of Don King back good but what i will say is so as you leave us now jermaine and i are struggling through the dating life mm-hmm. uh, who knows what will happen to us maybe we'll the find next episode of black people check in <laughs> uh, right honestly i'll update you i'll update y'all on how it went on the next episode no way. <laughs> did they find love did, did they, they find murderer mm. find out stay tuned black- you know what we should do, Jermaine, next year for April Fools? What? We should set September up on a blind date with a white guy. No, 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 no. I mean, that'd be funny. funny but, but man, somebody would get killed. <laughs> and I don't want to see your friendship end. So don't do that. Our friendships, our friendship's never going to end. Thank you very much. She'll just... And bow. I'll, she'll just have a slight grudge against me for a while. Right? You're going to be pen calling me in the penitentiary. Road oh, I'll, I'll drive. Jermaine and I will come and visit. What? We'll, we'll do a live, we'll do a recording from there. Oh, I'm, which I can see. Before the guards come in and drag me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, that, that'll, we, all of a sudden, we have to like meet up all the way, all the way up in like the Kingston penitentiary. Uh, penitentiary. Oh, okay. Summertime, though. Only in the summertime will we be driving. Okay, but I'll make that jumpsuit look very hot. I'll have to tie my thong. I'll take two thongs and tie it into a bra top and Boy, don't yes. get out. <laughs> He's been watching Orange is the New Black. We're uh, yes. <sighs> so, that being said, folks, I think that's and, our time. Yes. Uh, but, that's our life and that's our mental health. Pretty much. Um, but before we go, September, I know you mentioned this before. If people want to come check you or want to come DM you in some way, shape, or form, how can they reach you? You can find me on Twitter at September A. That's S-E-P-T-E-M-B-R-E-A. Looking for me on Instagram, S-E-P-T-E-M-B-R-E-A underscore. You want to look at me on email? September Don Anderson at Gmail. Okay. 
Oh wow. She, that's she the given, if you're looking giving the man them all the ways. People, I don't like if you hate me, that's cool. You can reach out and I'm just gonna block you. If you're looking for resources or anything at all, please reach out. I am so big about black community. Talk to me. Holler at me. If you're cute. If you're cute, holler at me. I wouldn't. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's hard out here in these streets. If you see me at a fet, bump into me, chat to me. You know what I mean? I'm all about Black community. I'm so down for meeting people, swapping stories and knowledge and expertise and tell me about Yamiya and Shango and everyone. I'm totally down. So look for me, holler at me, September, spelled the French way, last name Anderson, A, on a lot of social media sites. Jermaine, Wagwan. So if you want to reach me, because I too am trying to reach my OnlyFans. My OnlyFans, <laughs> my OnlyFans like hasn't been set up yet, so just hold off for a minute. We'll probably get there in a couple months. But I will not be subscribing to that. Body nerdy. I, I didn't ask you to do it. September you can. We can oh, we can no, I got well, you. I'll give you I'll give you free. I'll give you free. Thank so you. We'll go that route still. So. <laughs> uh -oh. Oh my. I yes. All right. Anyways, anybody wants to reach me, you can both reach me both at Twitters and IG at Germs. That's J E R M S three nine four. And just yo, if you want to DM me, I'll try to answer. I guess I haven't been doing well on that, but no, you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> yo, don't judge me. I'm still coming out of it. I'm still coming out of it. Because Jason is so dry that he's got the time on Friday, Saturday nights. Yeah, pretty much. I, I do have some time. I mean, heck, meet me at the gym. We can discuss We can discuss some stuff there, you know what I mean? So meet me at the gym. Wow, that sounded really um flirtatious. I mean, you to... Wait, say it one more time? I'll help you do those hip dips. I mean, why the hell not? I'll spot you. Jeez! Jeez! Yeah. Yo, I feel I feel like working out right now. Shoot. <laughs> Jermaine got a spot offer. I got I got offered first graduation. <laughs> Mandela. <Okay. laughs> Let me just go to Mandela. If they need to reach you, if they want to reach you, how can they reach you? You know what? I actually don't want them to reach me because a lot of you niggas, especially in Toronto, have been hella disappointing. Um, but if you must, Mandela underscore KJ. I hope no one from Cook is listening to this because I created a new Instagram account just so they could follow me. I was gonna ask. Well, you know what? Never mind. Go ahead. No, it's for the white people. Underscore KJ. Okay. Instagram, and Twitter. Don't that, holler at me and I'll forward all messages. That's I don't want none of y'all niggas following me, especially if you plan to vote for the People's Party of Canada or if you supported the trucker conflict. Y'all know who you are. And you want to filter it through Mandela first? That's a good idea. Actually, better yet. Actually, better yet. You might as well just turn it over to to our black people check-in page. Then we'll deal with you there. I won't deal with them there. Well, Expeditely. Okay, fine. I'm bored, so I will. 
Jermaine and September have access to the to the Instagram. They can deal with all that bullshit. I have, have zero time. <laughs> Sorry, September. What did you say? You cut up. I said we will have time because we are singles. We are. Yeah, leaving. they're single. They're single. They have all the time in the world. Um, they need. They, they need something to do. <laughs> two. You know, show them. Show them some love. Um, I don't respond to fuckery on the Black People Check-in page, especially when, especially when some of y'all comment stupidness. No. <laughs> because we have nothing better to do with our lives i know i'm just like, but september and jermaine have all the free time in the world now because they don't have anyone to worry about no <laughs> no but you know what email us <laughs> email us you know what tastyblacks.com is great they're phenomenal actually they're okay right? i think they need to improve a couple of things on their on their web posts but oh really not the time Right. Yeah, eh? so Jermaine um stock up. September. Well, you don't need no advice from me. I clearly do. I'm losing that life. Well, I'll, I'll oh, you're you're, you're not. <laughs> but thank you. Holler at us. We yeah. would love to hear from you if you are supportive. If you're not supportive, we'd love to hear it to you too. So Jermaine and I can release our frustrations on you. And someone messaged me on Facebook, a black person, and said, not asked me politely not to um, send them any podcast episodes because we use the word nigga. Oh. Okay. Using the fucking Sanford and Son. This individual i remember that i remember this very that's what the brampton niggas um episode came out no i'm not gonna say if it's a he or she but Zimmer will have a discussion about the n-word we are still we actually need to we do need to so we'll wrap it up for today because we got some more heat coming for you soon yeah we talk about the n-word and things that are not related to um jermaine and i's sad dating life um and many other things. Love you, black people. We love you. We love you. We love you. Oh Him. man. Guys. See you guys later. Oh, shout out to Sion King for the outro. So see you guys later. Love you all. Or whatever. Blah blah blah. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.